Number one, the bank want a drug screen for everyone on the crew before they forward the money. A piss test? Yes, a piss test. I'll have what she's having. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Filmbird Podcast. We are ready to rip, ready for our best podcast to date. You know why? Because Ty K is not here. Because we don't have Ty K right now. Ty K, if you're listening, stupid bastard. If you're listening to this, Ty K, I am in your chair. I am using your mic. I'm spitting all I over. I can't it. wait to talk about good movies today and not have uh, a terrible opinion. Fucking weighing me down. Um, <laughs> all positivity today. No, uh, no contrarian behavior. None at all. We're ready to just, uh, you know, live and die. Unless you want to play the role of contrarian. Yeah, I'm okay. Just talk shit about my movies whenever I bring them up. I'm just. I'll not- do it. Yeah, I'll do it. You can I'll, do it. I'll bite the bullet. Someone has to. I don't feel comfortable in a Taike role. The chemistry role. of the podcast is going to be fucked up. I don't up. think Taike feels comfortable in a Taike role. <laughs> he, he's still figuring it out. <laughs> Aren't we all? We got Danny <laughs> on the ones and twos today. Though. Yeah, so uh, Taike, again, you're the only one listening. I am I am behind the keyboard. I am running the show. So, Have you guys played up? Oh, this is so sidetracked already. Have you guys ever played Valorant? Have you guys played it? I know what it is. I haven't played it. I have not. I just started it last night. I'm a fucking addicted already. Almost was going to bail on recording because uh, I'm like, I, play <laughs> I played Overwatch a lot, which is like in the same vein. Okay. Yeah. I know. It, but I never played Valorant. But that's controller, right? So you've only Well, it's played... on PC too. I have, yeah. it, I have it on both. Um, oh, you have a PC. That's right. I forgot. But you should get Valorant. I thought about it because it does look like a cool game and a little it is my pretty speed. Cool, but, but I know nothing about I it. So am, I'm just learning as I go. I'm not good enough to play Valorant. Like, I already know I'm just going to get my shit rocked. Trust me. This is my first ever mouse and keyboard game, other than when I paid, like, played, like, Counter-Search at a friend's house when I was, like, 13. Yeah, because I get rocked in Counter-Strike, too. Not Counter-Strike, yeah. Um, I'm really bad at Val. But do you, you pick it up. You do, pick you, it up. do you do okay, or is it you're just, like... Either... I've played three games. A game takes, like, 45 minutes. And, so. and have you done good? I did pretty good before I came here. That's why I was about to oh, yeah. not come <laughs> All right, and we well, won two of my three games have gone to overtime. Do you which, play it on? Do you play it on Steam or do you play it on? Like, uh, no, platform? you have to download. It's a Riot, Riot, Riot game. I think I have their publisher, so you just have, have to it. download it. It's pretty quick. It, I downloaded. Okay, well, like maybe I'll months. maybe I'll look into getting Valorant and maybe we can play it together sometime. Yeah, you play definitely. it on PC. Yeah. You have to play on PC. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that leads perfectly into where what we're going to talk <laughs> about today. Um, which not at all, but right on topic. Uh, we are a little late for this one. We got to had to push it back a little bit we are doing our beginning of the month halfway through the month uh letter pod episode so in this episode we are going to again have a more casual episode where we talk about some of our favorite movies or movies that we like that we just want to give a shout out to and we're going to change we changed our top four showcased films on letterbox to what we're about to say and we're gonna riff through them and see what we see what we see we got are your Four, I don't want to spoil anything, so you don't have to say it. Like your favorite movies or just four movies that you like and enjoy and wanted to share? Uh, the latter. Uh, yeah. These are by no means. Say, mine were not my favorite. Yeah, these aren't like yeah, my favorite. One of, them, one of them might be top ten I, all the time. I like all of these movies a lot, but like I wouldn't put them in like a top five favorite movies. And that's the thing. Like If we do this every month, we can't have our favorite movies. I can see your movies, movies right now. Guess what? Do you have one of them? I have one of them. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm Pod's gonna, over. I can switch it out though because I just uh, audible. That's up to you. That's up to you. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. switch. I out. just did like four movies I've seen recently, so they're semi fresh in my yeah. mind. And yeah, I have a too. couple of them that I've seen recently. Yeah, this is just a platform for seen us recently to talk about thoroughly some movies that also. we. Yeah, that's. Uh, there's no movie on here I don't like. There's I no... watched one of them today, so as oh, that's recent, recent as I can get. Yeah, 
and I do want to talk about that. I saw about five minutes of it. I, Have I you would, guys? Um, I don't think it will be on your list. Uh, seen three billboards outside of Ebbing, Mississippi, or whatever. No, I think it's Ebbing. I don't know. Yeah, it is Ebbing. I Ebbing kind of sounds like a sexual name. Wait, have you not heard of it? No. Oh, it came out like two years ago. I think it was up for like a shit ton of awards. Oh, really? It won like a bunch of them. It's uh, Cohen Brothers. What's one of the Cohen Brothers? His wife. She's in like Ethan. Fucking... Joel. What's super famous wife actress? Oh, um, Frances McDormand. Yes, she's like the lead actress in it. Okay, and I she think won. Like, she's married to actress. Ethan, I believe. One of them. I don't know. I could be wrong. Don't fact check me. It's world. gotta be one of them. Yeah. I know for a fact that's one of them. Colin, which one is it? You tell us. Ethan. Okay. There we go. Do there you know where they're from? This is trivia. Trivia. No, but if you looked at me, I'm going to guess Detroit. No, no they're, they're from, from Minnesota. Saint, they're from Saint, oh, they're from here. They're from St. Oh. Louis Park. Have you ever seen Fargo? You might have said that on the podcast I was on. That might have came up that they're from here. Oh, I know. I have seen Fargo. Fargo's well, a very good that's, a, that's a Cone Brothers. How well movie. you listen. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know I don't pay attention. You went to my old apartment, right? Um, I yes they literally lived like a quarter mile from there that's really they grew up. that's fucking Isn't awesome that weird yeah it's weird as fuck oh, it could be me could be me all right so yeah, anyone... this is a pg podcast you want me to chill on the swearing no you can no. say whatever the fuck you want i haven't talked about Off john the... ham's cock yet so. Off the rails, yeah. <laughs> that usually happens about 20 minutes in. yeah i gotta gotta sneak that in there somewhere it wouldn't be a film or podcast without it <laughs> who wants to start Oh fuck! I have to find my new. Let's go Durkin first. Let's uh, give him the reins here. See how we do. Okay. So I just talk. Just say my movie. Say and, one movie yeah. you have. So one of the movies I have, I watched it on my flight back from Vegas within the last couple Is weeks. Is it Vegas related? It's not Vegas related. When did you go to Vegas over Christmas? Let's go. Oh, where did you speaking... stay? Oh, I stayed at. Where did I stay? Why can I not remember off the top of my head? Well, it was a hotel with a casino in it. That um, really matters. Oh, that one? <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, Is that about how much you remember? It's fair to say. No, I went with my mom, so I actually remember most of the trip. Did your mom black out? No. Oh. No. <laughs> I love seeing a good mom blacked out. There's, for some reason. <laughs> Nothing quite like Not it. like any foul play in that at all. Just with a, like a offspring and having the mom blacked out, I think is the funniest thing ever. Yeah, um, but since we bring up Vegas, I actually have uh, some news to drop for the world. I just confirmed today I'm going to be headed to Vegas in March. Your first Florida. time, right? First time in Vegas. Wait, you've never been to Vegas? No, I've yet. only been once. I've been dying to go back. Yeah, great time. I need and then to we go will back. be doing the. I need to go with you and Kyle so you can we can hammer some sports. Oh yeah, <laughs> like because like my thing, like a lot of our friends when they go to Vegas or just people in general for the most part, like want to go and like go to the club. No, I like do that. I, it's I like, had a very bad experience last time, and I just want to sit there in sports. Books. No, I want to go there. I want to get to the because it's two hours behind. I want to get to the sports book at ten a.m. and I don't want to get off my ass unless I'm getting another drink until about ten p.m. Do you know about when we went to Vegas and our experience? I'm sure you've gotten that low. Isn't that when Dan met fucking Mark Davis? Yeah, we were all there. We met, yeah, we all met Mark. Davis. That's so fucked. And I was there like a week before. I was so like, you'd think I'd see that, I'd be like, that's awesome. I literally saw it and I was pissed. No, <laughs> that was the most random thing in the world. We were just in Caesars and we were losing money. You're peeking the mic. You want me to be further away? A little bit. Is this is this good? Yeah, that's good. Right. Yeah. There. All right. Sorry to all the listeners, aka <laughs> myself and Tyke. But. Uh, uh, 
Apparently, yeah, we were just Luke, walking apparently, through Apparently, uh, shout out to Luke. He's been listening a lot, I heard. Yeah. Oh, so. shout out, Mesky. No, I gave, uh, <laughs> I gave a shout out to uh, Rusty the other day and said, if he hears that, I'll give him $20. Right. If, if he would hear this, I'll give you another. Did he hear it? <laughs> no, I haven't gotten a text yet. It's a fraud. Fuck, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, we were just like losing all our money at Caesars. So we were like, let's get the fuck out of here. Um, and then we were just like walking back to the lobby and we just see him and we just all paused and we all looked at each other and we're like, is that who I think it is? Hard to mistake that haircut. And then that, Killian, yeah. Killian yells, just win, baby. And he turns around and he takes a picture with all of us. That it makes it the... even worse that he was the one to yell it. Because he's just... <laughs> and we're like, no shot. And he's like, our friend's the biggest fucking Raiders fan. We have to get a picture with you. He's like, yes, let's go. Like, oh. <laughs> I love the man. But spoiler... I'm going to the game this weekend, by the way. Yeah, I know you are. Yeah, but spoiler for anyone listening to this podcast, we will be doing the 10th anniversary of the fantasy draft in Vegas. So I don't know if the news has been broken to anyone, but we're breaking it now. So yep. and if, pack your bags. And if you're and in our your league money. and you don't want to do that, we don't fucking care. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're coming. You're coming. Like, start saving now. You can zoom in if you want. I right. <laughs> who won your guys' league this year? Yeah, don't who, who did? Who did win the league, actually? I kind of forgot. Was it someone bad? Yeah. Can it you, was someone bad. Can you, can you remind us who won the league this year? I, I forgot. Can you? Was it Danny? <laughs> <laughs> it was Danny. I am the champion. I, I won the league. Yeah. You can thank you. You can thank James Robinson Achilles. James Robinson's Achilles for that one. Thank you, COVID. Uh, thank you, injured players. Thank you, everyone who contributed to my glorious victory. Uh, you know, one for the record books. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers, for uh, no. Don't even. You can no, fucking uh, uh, for right there. For, for, there is no positive error. <laughs> no, I was I was playing against him and he got sat, and that's the only reason I won. So thank you for that. Oh really? Yeah. So I Did was you guys have it on the final week? Fuck no. It no, was, it was uh, uh, the week before. I was only playing. They were the killing the Vikings. And they took oh, him out. He needed like twenty six. Was it? And I needed him to get less than twenty six. Right. He got like twenty, and then they took him out. Yeah, he's such a fucking so pussy. That was huge. All right, what's your first movie? <laughs> My first movie. I watched it on the flight back. I had seen it once before, and I was actually like within the a year or two. I, I I was very late to the party. Yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Whoa, let's go! Is that your first time watching it? Was on the uh, second time. Second, but time. first time it probably about a two year gap. I didn't remember. I remembered the key parts, but yeah, that, I fucking love that movie. Yeah, yeah, great I, hang movie. Great hang movie. And man. also, we've talked uh, a little bit about this kind of movie uh, at least once or twice in the pod. Great one day movie. Yeah, not a lot of movies are in like yeah. one one condensed day, like a twenty four hour period. It's a great one. I can't even think movie. of any off the top that happened like that other than Ferris Bueller. I can't either, but they're out there. Did you know Matthew yeah. Broderick killed a guy? What? Killed two people. I think he killed two people. Can you elaborate? Um, he was. You can't like, just say that. When, and then it was like a expect long. Expect me to talk about the movie. <laughs> it was a long time ago, and he was like, any young famous person was drunk driving, and. Yeah killed like two teenagers hit oh no oh my god yeah, like, oh really my bad. god and Wait. that's why colin picked Hold it. On. And, you talk about the movie i'm gonna fact check so i'm not well, just slandering my guy and uh <laughs> and the spirit of ty k not being here i actually because you know with letterbox like i went and reviewed it after mm-hmm. i saw it again and i read his review of it and he actually made a really good point like ferris bueller is like extremely he's super likable while also being like a huge douchebag in that movie like he oh, is yeah. an unlikable what's the he's pretty like protagonist well he's yeah. like because he's just like his personality I was actually is, he's charming as hell gonna break right into this uh i watched the first episode of euphoria yesterday the very first like, uh, season one i flipped out i had so much to say about how fucking over the top and unlikable the characters were 
Um, fucking Zendaya sucks. I am so anti Zendaya. It is not even funny. We really, have I'm been, very pro we have Zendaya. Been, we have been in a uh, euphoria grind in this household. Really? Also, yeah. So. See, I the first episode at least. First episode they, of the first season or second season? First season. Okay. Because like, I just rewatched yeah. that too. Actually, I I thought they couldn't make her character more unlikable. I think every character is extremely unlikable. Yeah. It's also was, the most unrealistic high school experience. Exactly. Of all I was time. just yeah, like, they're all twenty. I was hate watching all... it, and what I was comparing it to was One Tree Hill. And it's like one tree hill on crack. It is literally like if literally on crack. One tree all hill are and on then crack gave an art house high school student a fucking camera <laughs> is what fucking euphoria. So is. you haven't seen it before at all, and you watch no, it for the first, first time. episode. Um, it's entertaining as hell, though, man. You're gonna hate watch it, it but you're no, gonna be entertained. I saw Sydney Sweeney's juicy voluptuous melons, <laughs> huge boobs. Um, <laughs> which like her character kind of doesn't make sense to me right now, but I think. That's just watch more than one episode. episode. No, so it, I didn't want to, but the dude made that show almost unwatchable. Which, which dude? The giant douche. Oh, uh, Nate. Yeah, oh fuck that guy. Yeah, he, he keep watching. He get, does not get better. No, no he the, just gets exponentially so much worse. worse. The funniest part was so they cut to. I literally just watched this, so it's super fresh. When they cut to his house and it's like gonna have a party or something, I think it's at his buddy's house, like the actual good dude. Yeah, it's at his house. Um. There's just eight shirtless dudes, and I'm like, oh, so gay orgy's about to happen. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. I'm like, oh, so all these guys are just hanging out with their shirts and off. And you were so disappointed. He's like, why am I even no, watching and I'm this? Like, It'd be pretty on brand for the show. No, I know. That's what I thought orgy. was because it's just all bisexual lighting. The entire first episode is purple, white. It's the most gender fluid light. show of all times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, I was just like, what the fuck is happening? And I was can, just so confused. Uh, we can continue. Um, checking yeah, in i on, have to watch more euphoria. i have to watch more and the worst part is i was watching it on break at work on my phone and i'm like people are gonna walk by and see me watching euphoria i'm gonna get fucking fired you should watch <laughs> the second episode because the second episode i it's not a spoiler really yeah. it's like because you know how the first one's kind of i have a rule, rule you can't spoil tv unless it's a certain year old that came out like two years ago right yeah yeah I think it's you can spoil. And well, it's just the second one's the Nate episode. Like the first one's oh the Rue backstory. Yeah, no, because you're gonna like if you hate watch the first one, you are going to hate watch the second one. Yeah, that no. dude just oh my. See, why would they make him like that on purpose? Like you can tone it down and still get your point across. Just wait. Yeah, it gets like, so much worse. Holy fuck. <laughs> No, they're that they should be in college. The only reason that not it, there's not a single actor in that show that is under the age of twenty four years. Old. <laughs> no, and but, they're supposed to be what sophomores in high school? Yeah, something like freshly. But the 17. only reason that it is in high school is because they want like the family dynamic yeah. of everything, which is like cheap thing in all shows, like One Tree Hill. But One Tree Hill was kind of funny, like how serious it took it where this is like not funny <laughs> it, it kind of hooks you though it kind of hooks you no it's... but we're getting off the rails here a little bit colin yeah, ferris bueller's day off ferris bueller's day off. why did you pick ferris bueller's day off because i just really enjoyed it man like older comedies like Dude, that i fucking like, yeah i really enjoyed that movie. it's just it, such like, a fun uh, movie to watch like usually dancing, on a flight oh, sorry dancing middle of the street what song shout what do you think shout i think it's shout yeah i is think it? I haven't seen it in a while. Where he's like on sure the parade floor. Yeah, yeah. And, That's uh, like one of the best scenes in movie history. Yeah. Just for getting the people going. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like before you go out, just throw that shout scene on and just fucking get fired up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of, I'm going on a little, a little tangent, but in, in, we new, love tangents. in new girl, um, the show, 
they they talk about Fer- Fer- Ferris Bueller's day off, and Jess is like, "You're on the side of the principal." He's like, "Those are my people." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the principal. All right, uh, Boof, let's go out to you. Oh, What's sure. your uh, first um, movie? Oh, by the way, I did look up Matthew Broderick. Yep, uh, 1987 on August 5th, while driving a rented BMW in Northern Ireland, he crossed into the wrong lane and collided head-on with another vehicle, uh, killing two people aged 28 and 63. Oh, no. What what year? That was 1987? What year yeah. did the movie come out? Like, 85. Okay, so he's or fresh somewhere. off the hype. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. recent. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, my movie. What the fuck did I choose? Oh, so I'm just going recent. I watched this movie. I was just talking with you about it. It is Paris, Texas. Have you heard of it? I have not. Great movie. It is emotional to say the least in like the slightest way. Like it's not the most entertaining high action movie. It's definitely like you're following the story and you're in it for the characters type movie. But holy shit. Uh, Just some like after you watch it, you sit back and you're like, should I be crying? Like, I think I should be crying. <laughs> but it's basically about this guy's relationship with his son and his estranged wife. He like leaves and they like have a falling out. And he's like reuniting them. And it's just I don't know how to What year did it come out? Um eighty it's older. Came out 84. in eighty four. Um yeah, fucking great movie. Average on Letterboxd is 4.3. Wow. I gave it a four stars. It says, this is the summary of the movie according to Letterboxd. A man wanders out to the desert not knowing who he is. His brother finds him and helps him pull his memory back of the life he led before he walked out on his family and disappeared four years earlier. And wow, there's a scene in that movie that goes on for like probably 45 minutes. Um, that's the scene Taike was referring to. Yeah, um, just insane. But that's all I'll put it. I definitely yeah, uh, it. since Taika is not here, um, I, he gave it four stars in Letterbox. He ranked it the third best film of the year. His review is was not feeling this at all until the phone call scene happened. I did did a full one eighty. Apologies for what I was saying in my head during the first two acts. So he liked it. Yeah, I have not seen fabulous. it. I've been meaning to watch it for a while. It's on my list. I'll get to it eventually. But yeah, probably the best way to summarize it is after you're done you're like i think i should cry but then you don't <laughs> not you sure just feel like fulfilled but sad okay fulfilled but sad um yeah. story of my life <laughs> <laughs> i uh if we're throwing out ratings it is a letter pod sure i gave ferris bueller four stars okay good rating good rating yeah solid powerful rating you have a good first movie too yeah i'm gonna go my first movie so i have two movies that are like very heavy psychological thrillers and which is like one of my favorite genres of like subgenre of movie i love when like you're on the edge of your seat the whole time is that a subgenre or i feel like well that's... thriller would be like the genre and then like a psychological thriller would be like a subgenre of that you know what i mean okay um where it's like not just suspenseful but it's like you don't know exactly what's happening and you're questioning everything um that is like my niche of movie um so my first one is that how you say it niche niche niche, niche. i always fuck that you up. would use That's it one of the like, words i always fuck up yeah I have no there's idea. also that philosopher's last name i think niche i or something. i would I you would say it, that's my niche but you could would say you 
niche. That's my niche. I think if you're referring it to yourself, it would be that's a, a niche. But if I think if you're referring it to it broadly, it's niche. This is okay. why I always, when I use it, I just but switch each. I time. have no idea. Yeah, and usually honestly, just purposely. Now I'm second guessing myself, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure. Nope. Move on. Move okay. On. <laughs> um, but so my first movie is Ten Cloverfield Lane, which is like just a banger of a movie. I rated it five stars. I didn't even look how uh, five. I, you I gave five it five stars. Five stars. Wow. I have. This I, is an eight-mile territory. I am actually surprised <laughs> no, it's <not> myself. That good. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time, but I um, haven't even checked my ratings on it. I just it doesn't on, have an Eminem fuck thing. scene in it. It can't be five stars. <laughs> I don't give any movies five stars, so that's uh, getting some heavy praise here. It came out in 2016, relatively recently. It's part of the Cloverfield franchise and is that's... easily the best Cloverfield movie. What, what do you have to disagree with that? I like the original. But that's like... We agree to disagree. It's different. It's Very different. different. We'll have a different. Pod sometime. We probably won't. Um, I have to. I think I watched this. This was the one where they released like the day of the Super Bowl, right? And like the only commercial was the Super Bowl commercial. I have no idea. I think this is the one where they just released a commercial during the Super Bowl that was like a minute and a half long, and then dropped it on Netflix that night. It was. It, I would have been. That would have been. That would have been Cloverfield Paradox. I think. Would it? Because this did not come out on Netflix. This would have came out in theaters. Okay. I don't think I've seen this one then, so I can't um, talk. This is, so I'm, without spoiling it, uh, here is the um, Cloverfield franchise. They all take place in uh, the same world where a cosmic event happens and the world is basically ending. There's like an apocalypse starting. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is like a different perspective of the apocalypse in the first one. I'll read the, the short um, little intro quick. Uh, monsters come in many forms. After getting in a car accident, a woman is held in a shelter with two men who claim the outside world is affected by widespread chemical attack. So the whole movie, you don't know if... Uh, John Goodman is, like, one of the, 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 the leads, and he's like, you can't go outside. Like, there's basically, like, an apocalypse happening outside. Like, radioactive warfare and zombies and shit and uh, you're like oh like this guy is like trying to save me this guy is trying to like protect us and we're gonna be safe in here but then you are led to believe that he could be making it up and you have no idea because you haven't seen it so you don't know if it's actually happening outside or if it's he's like making it up to keep you hostage in his basement and it's like such a mind fuck of like going back and forth of whether or not you believe of John John Goodman, um, and it's just a fucking ride of a movie. This was the one. Um, it didn't have the Super Bowl commercial. It had like a what's it called? Alternate reality game or something like that, where they just have like a website that you can play and find more about the movie. It's like a mystery. Halo did it a long time Maybe. ago. Um, I can't, I can't but that's confirm. I'm pretty sure that's what it was because all Cloverfield movies when they release they have like a really cool marketing um, scheme. But yeah, have you, I, have you seen the original Durkin? No, I can't say I've seen. Is that one a found footage movie? Yeah, that's yeah. the found footage. I'm not a big New found York footage City. guy. I'm not either. I mean, I haven't seen very many. Some are really good, actually. Um, this is a. I really like Cloverfield the original. Yeah, that's one Durkin, of the better ones. I really for think sure. you would like it, so I would put 
but that on the watch list. not as much as you would like 10 cloverfield lane i'll tell you that much <laughs> yeah i have to watch 10 cloverfield lane I'm yo it's so it. good i can't believe i had it five stars but i'm sticking to it yeah. five star rating. you gotta go with the gut rating yeah you can't sometimes you uh you write something high or write something low because you you think you should rank it what you it's supposed to be ranked and you gotta go no fuck that yeah you gotta go with the gut let's definitely go on with uh what's Hold on, I literally took it off my letter pod. It's the David Spade Netflix movie. You know what I'm talking about? Is no. it the one we watched? Did we watch it together? Oh my god. Is it Father of the Year? Father of the Year. Oh my god. What did, what did you rank that? Did you have that on your list? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> but I will it's the first, I think, letterbox review I ever wrote. I have to read this because yeah. I think we all just did it as a joke. Yeah. So I rated it three and a half stars. That's a half star movie. Uh <laughs> it's a three and a half star movie. <laughs> Definitely entertaining. <laughs> My review, an absolute masterclass in comedy. Father of the Year is the movie every great actor strives to have on their resume. David Spade showed off his range. And the good luck <laughs> Charlie girl showed up that she's much more than a stupid teenage girl with a webcam. She's also a stupid teenage girl who never got to go to prom frowny face. But that's only because seniors rule. My only complaint is the lack of old lady sex. There was some, but not nearly <laughs> enough to be a five-star film. Okay. Yeah, it it's fucking... It's uh, like nearing the room category of like so bad that it's fucking hilarious, and I recommend it to everybody. That sure. is, that is, um, I think one thing I will my, say. My like review it. of it was best picture snub of the century, redefining screenwriting and filmmaking as we know it, as entertaining <laughs> as it is genre breaking, endless one liners and wall to wall action. David Spade's bare ass should have been a best actor nominee. It is. Would you give it? I gave it three and a half stars. Three and a half stars. <laughs> Dan gave it five. Oh God, it is like <laughs> tough. Another like group movie. I know that's another thing we've talked about where, um, just like watching it with friends makes it better mm-hmm. because you can kind of just rip on it the whole movie and laugh at the one liners. What's no one... the movie with uh? It's got Robert De Niro and Zac Efron, Bad Grandpa. I think oh yeah, that, yeah. That's a good group movie because one time I was watching it. I think you might have been there too. Maybe. Uh, I know Luke was there, and I think maybe Bachman. Uh, and we were watching it, and the reason that we like started liking it so much is that the whole time we're just like, all right, Zach Efron's character is Bengor, <laughs> and, then, and then, like the whole movie was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's like a, a completely they should make a genre of movies where you can just watch and have fun because you can just compare it to your friends the whole time. Yeah, um, like Scream is another movie like that. Uh, you just compare your friends, and that's why it's funny. Right. Have you? Aren't they releasing a new Scream? Yeah. That trailer just released theaters, like yesterday. I think it's in theaters now, isn't it? Are you guys or interested in seeing a new Scream, or do you think it's run its course? Um, well, they've been making so many of them. Um, I haven't seen many of like the sequels. Yeah, um, I haven't seen any of the sequels. But this is think. different. Is this a, It's not like a Scream 6 or 7. I, it's like just I think scream. it's a new Scream. It's just Scream. I think it's like a remake of the original. But obviously oh. they can't. I haven't Ooh, seen I a trailer. They see, why do that? I haven't seen a trailer or anything. but I don't know. I do know there's some like pretty big. We'll name do some research and actors. get back to you. Yeah. Colin, what do you have for your next film? So, for my next one, uh, I actually realized that when I went on here, I figured I had rated it because I did just watch it. I fell asleep when I tried to watch it again for the first time, and then I turned it back on, but you're I didn't fall asleep because it was bad. A very compelling. Argument. I fell asleep because I was tired. I there had to go. pick one movie. We are where human beings. I, that is true. We do need sleep to function. We are, we are sweepy. We are sweepy. Um, so I had to pick one movie that's on brand for me. So I am going to pick South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> as far as musicals go, I think I will make the case it's the best musical of all time. Obviously, Not true, but we'll, it, it is true. Sure. Book of Mormon. 
Book well, that's a, that's a Broadway show. Let's fly to New York and see Book of Mormon. I would love to. That's on my bucket list. Yeah, so. I want to see that play very bad. Go to Vegas or go to Broadway and see Book of Mormon. Vegas, but <laughs> well, I've been to Vegas enough times now. Yeah. So you've only been once. So we'll go to Vegas three times and then we'll go see Book of Mormon. Perfect, and also get a lot more money to go see Book of Mormon. Yes. Okay. But uh, it's just it's actually funny because that movie came out in 1999. The one thing about that movie, because you guys know I'm a huge South Park fan, yeah. like it, that was, I think it was season after season two, it came out. And like the show, like, it was came popular. out that soon. 1999. The show came out, I think, in 97. Dude, that's so fucked up. And because the show didn't really hit its stride until after that movie came out. And the movie kind of revitalized the popularity of the show. Because at first, if you watch the first couple of seasons of South Park, like, there's moments, but they're not good. It's not that good. Yeah. Like, they sucked. I, I enjoyed like, myself first couple of seasons. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, you're talking yeah. about a huge fan, but like, as it far as. It gets dramatically better. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think because that. The movie they actually tackle like they're talking about freedom of speech and censor- censorship. Like it's yeah. one of the first times when you're watching a South Park piece of content that it actually kind of has a point yeah. and like a message. And like sometimes even like the newer stuff or just episodes in general, the message can be you don't have to agree with it, but yeah. it makes for better content. It's kind of when they're at their best because when they're and the movie's funny as fuck, man. Like it's just they make good ass movies. I just we just talked about basketball. Yeah, last pod. <laughs> Basketball is funny. It gets a bad rap, and I'm pretty yeah. sure they even hate it. They hate it, yeah, because yeah, they just got I, they they got the bag, and they're yeah. like, all right. But, but I fucking, sometimes I just gotta get a still. check. Yeah, um, like <laughs> Team America is just that, an absolute masterclass in itself. There's a video on YouTube. I think it's one of like the popular uh, YouTube channel, like maybe Wisecrack, where they're like, "Is this movie genius or is it just stupid?" It's and both. It's both. <laughs> yeah, and and that's kind of how I feel about this movie too. Yeah. Like it's. Like as far like as a lot of the censorship stuff is still relevant today, and that'll always be relevant. Yeah, like anything about that it's probably like, more relevant now than it was before. I, and I'd agree with that for sure. And that's it holds up well. Like it's got some of the funniest songs like they've ever made. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll have to rewatch that again. Bitch. Yeah, it's yeah. it's worth a rewatch. Like it's not one of those like I, I literally can, don't think I've seen it since I was like. It's 11. been a, it's been a long time. Like, I hadn't seen it in like eight years i think i was talking i know the last time i've seen it was when it was on dvd at a friend's house and that's like before blu-ray so okay (laughs) like it's a long time ago well see thankfully with south park you don't have to watch it in blu-ray because it's the worst animation ever (laughs) (laughs) but holy shit i need to watch that again i Um, gave it four and a half stars sick let's go what do you have next uh my next movie is another movie i like just watched um it's snatch um okay i fucking loved it actually i think guy Ritchie is just my type of shit um the whole, do you know snatch let me see because that sounds kind of familiar um guy Ritchie, brad pitt's in it uh benicio del toro's in it um uh what the fuck is his name i can't remember but he's like the main character that doesn't mean anything <laughs> not important because, uh holy shit i fucking loved it i thought it was hilarious i think british accents are just hilarious to me in general. Yeah. And then they take like little things inside British comedy that I don't understand, but still thought was funny. Yeah. Um, I do snatched like with, this, I do like, movie. I do like the brand of British comedy. No, just that guy Ritchie does. Um, Taike, good thing Taike is not here. Cause he would just be shooting all over guy Ritchie. Yeah. I don't, I didn't get that, but what I did understand a little bit, he's not a big Tarantino guy. No, he's not a big guy. But I was guy. getting a lot of like British Tarantino feelings from okay. it. Like it's a lot of 
different character storylines intertwined with other character storylines that they don't know or haven't met yet. Cool. Um, I thought it was hilarious. It's packed with action. It has a great story. Um, all the characters are super well developed. They're interesting. Um, they all have like little quirks about them, kind of like in Tarantino movies as well. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make that comparison, but I just have to. Um, let's see if I can find. Uh, What'd you rate it? Uh, I rated it four stars, but it solid does have room to go higher. It's just the definition of a solid, funny movie. Mm-hmm. I I haven't seen it, but again, I think I'm saying this a lot. It's on my list. I I I'm aware of it. It's just I haven't got around to it. Um, I'm the, not a huge Guy Ritchie guy. I've only seen this and I just realized uh, Lock, Stock, Ritchie and Two guy. Smoking Barrels. Those are the only Guy Ritchie movies. So it's funny that we're talking about it, and I'm going to transition now. Um, my next... I got to say my uh, the plot to it. Go a little bit. Plot summary. It's a two overlapping stories. One is the search for a stolen diamond, and the other is a boxing promoter who's having trouble with a psychotic gangster. Wow. It's funny. I have to pull, say that. Pull up a seat, folks. Did you guys want to the, the plot of the South Park movie? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. But that's like a perfect transition into my next movie, because I also have a Guy Ritchie film. Next. Do you? Yes. And I have, we were talking about Guy Ritchie last week, uh, much to... Ty K's I don't. Demise. I'm gonna shit on his opinion here. But um, his opinion sucks. <laughs> it's not valid. Got his ass. Burn. Um, but this is like the only Guy Ritchie film that I've had a lot of love for. I haven't seen Snatch. I'm sure I would like it, or I'm sure it'd be good enough. You know what I mean? Um, but I like I, it better than Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. See, I haven't seen either of those. I'm not a big Guy Ritchie guy. Second time I've said that. Every time I say it, it sounds weird. Not say a big guy guy. Say it again. Make it three. I'm not a big guy, Richie guy. All right. But I have this film ranked five stars. Also, I have this. I have a another a, five star bomb. I know. I didn't even realize. You need it. like a a board to play like a sound. Whenever yeah. You hit a five star. <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> um, I could probably do that in post. But again, this. I love this movie. This is the only Guy Ritchie movie that I've really loved that I've seen, and that's The Gentleman. Came out in 2019. Such a fucking good movie. Um, this movie is just all no breaks, fucking pull out all the stops. So fucking good. It's funny. It's full of action. Let me let me uh read the cast quick. Yeah, that's like Snatch too. Just we have uh Ma- Matthew McConaughey. Oh. Charlie Hoonan, 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 how do you say it? I don't know. Um, Henry Golding, Jeremy Strong, fucking shout out, uh, Succession. We have Colin Farrell. In, Great name. We have Colin Farrell in what might be like my favorite performance. I love Colin Farrell. This is like his, my favorite performance of Colin Farrell ever. It's so funny. Hugh Grant, fucking the list goes on. Fucking Shock full of good. Hugh Grant, the middle school girl's hero. Yeah. But so this movie centers around like a illegal crime uh, syndicate, I guess. And uh, Matthew McConaughey is kind of the head of it. And it does play with some nonlinear storytelling also, which is seems to be a theme of Guy Ritchie. And a lot of British fucks, a lot of blokes fucking. Yeah. Uh, this is a review that I found. It said Hugh Grant was in Paddington 2, and now he just says cunt 200 times. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, I rated this five stars. 
I'll read the little description. Uh, it starts off with all caps, criminal, period. All caps, class, period. American ex- expat McKay Pearson, which is um, Matthew McConaughey, has built a highly profitable marijuana empire in London. When word gets out that he's looking to cash out on his business forever, it triggers it triggers plots, schemes, bribery, and blackmail in an attempt to steal his domain out from under him. So, really, this fucking movie is people trying to steal Matthew McConaughey's weed farms, and it's, like I said before, no breaks, fucking pump the gas, so fucking funny, and so fucking exciting, nonstop. Um, That's all I can say, I don't want to spoil anything. Because if you haven't seen this movie, fucking go see it immediately. I I said before, I have very few five-star movies, and this is one of them. I can't believe I'm talking about two of them back-to-back. Yeah, Colin Farrell uh, plays a guy named Coach, where he, like, teaches, like, young people to, like, be criminals, and it's just the best role ever. So funny. A lot of the reviews of Gentlemen on Letterboxd, a lot of people are seeming to think Guy Ritchie is racist. I don't know. That's something to think of. Something to chew on a little bit. Yeah. You might be racist. Watch out, people. Watch out. Are we Uh, canceling Guy? Yeah. Mm. This is a review. It says, my theory is Guy Ritchie said something racist at Christmas dinner in 2017. His niece called him out on it. Then, in spite, he added a bunch of racist stuff to a screenplay and made the gentleman. (laughs) 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 Which, if that's not even more of a reason to watch it. There it is. <laughs> Go decide for yourself. <laughs> but yeah, good movie. Colin, what do you have next? All right. I'm surprised you have all these memorized. I had to write these down. I'd forget them. I'm kind of going off the top. You're going to tell me this because, so I'm going to let you guys pick because I just rewatched a franchise. Okay. Do you want me? I enjoy both these movies. Obviously, you're going to see where I'm Are going they both in like, the franchise? Yes. Is the franchise Star Wars? It's Marvel. No. Okay. Is it Marvel? Kind of. Yes, it okay. is. But. Do you want me to talk about the worst one, or do you want me to talk about the best one? I the, enjoy both. I like the worst one. <laughs> sure, the worst one. Spider-Man 3. What's the best oh, one? What's Tobey Maguire. What's the best one? Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. 2. I mean, I don't want to... We're not going to rank far from home sure. with that. Spider-Man 3 is when he... Um, it's like Venom. Venom. Turns black. The, yep. The, uh, <laughs> yep the, uh, is Spider-Man racist? People are asking. I don't know. Him and Guy Ritchie. <laughs> no, once Tobey Maguire did the finger point, down the street that's in spider-man 3 right yep no because yeah, that's the that thing about this movie because like it's the worst toby Maguire spider-man like i don't even but that makes it, for it sure. the best toby it's Spider-Man. so fucking entertaining like i unironically enjoy it like i gave it three stars because the plot is all over the place There's too many villains <laughs> yeah like, the I, the biggest critique of spider-man 3 is just way too many villains yeah like, and tone it, it down but that's bit. why you have Tommy mcguire's because he can take on all those right <laughs> <laughs> just like but like goth toby mcguire like walking around like God, that's doing my the favorite point like the dance scene it's just it's so entertaining man and like those uh what's the name oh my gosh i can't think of the name of the director of those uh sam raimi sam raimi like yeah. the dialogue in those movies like it's so like those early, like not newer Marvel movies, like especially those Spider-Man movies, yeah. like they have all that just. Was cool. that considered like when they were coming out with them? Like this is gonna be. No, it's not part of like. Yeah, the they MCU. were their standalone. Yeah, but it's like Spider-Man's a Marvel property. Yeah, right. Um, that's because so that... it's a Sony film. 
but it has no relation to the MCU. Spider-Man is just part of the Marvel. That's why they had to wait so long to make Marvel movies with Spider-Man because Sony owned the rights. And well, they still own the rights now. Um, They just have an agreement where they both can profit off of it. Because that's where, because we talked about it, I think yesterday, because I was talking, I talked about maybe bringing this. I know it kind of breaks the, uh, not, you know, come in with a surprise, but I was just like, is it a Marvel movie? Because like Stan Lee's in it. So I count it as a Marvel movie. Like that's kind of like, you can, you can run it. So but, now all of the future movies are not Marvel movies because Stanley is not in them. Fuck. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. No. to a legend. But uh, yeah, dude, it's just it's entertaining as hell, and I think for it being the worst one of the three, it gets a lot of shit because it is the worst one of the three. But it's bad in a way that makes it good. Yeah, because even like the first two, which are I think are good movies, they are bad in a way that make them good too. Yeah, but like. The they way, don't have as much of it right but like see that's what i that like about spider-man 3 so much is that like all those parts that are just so like bad they're mm-hmm. entertaining as fuck like, <laughs> and they're if, just so funny if yeah. you're if you're watching spider-man 3 and you want to pick it apart it's so fucking easy right like half the scenes you're yeah like, but that's what's going fun. on you got to be a sad person to kind of just do that to a movie that's fun i don't know yeah, i probably that, have done it before so that's going back and you can find movies, joy but, in picking apart yeah. movies Oh, it's definitely fun. It could be a good time. Why is he doing now? (laughs) Why is he doing that? (laughs) Why? Toby. (laughs) Okay. My next movie. Oh, shit. I thought I took this one out. Shit. Whatever. I'll keep it in. Is it the the same one that I had? Yeah, I think so. Can I guess what it is? Yeah. Was it Jojo Rabbit? It is Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. yeah, So I'll just keep that. I might talk about another one later because I won't talk about it too much. But um, this was probably my favorite movie watching experience of the year came out we'll just combine this as because this is my next film also with jojo rabbit which is i can't believe that we both picked yeah a same Um, movie for because i literally think this might be in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. oh really like i fucking have it ranked five stars i do have it ranked five stars um you have it ranked four solid and this is i think a record for our podcast this is the first movie where all of us have this movie is so highly rated oh yeah because taike has it at four and a half which really? does not happen often. no um he likes uh have you seen little it? nazis no oh. you'd like it it's funny it is hilarious it's taiki white taiki waititi oh, that, that sounds about right um he made thor god of thunder marvel movie um he's in some other movies you'd probably recognize he's absolutely hilarious basically anything he touches turns to gold um he's just so good in everything he does and this might be his best work yet i'd yeah. be very surprised if he makes something better than this yeah oh, jojo, i just looked it up and it's there's hitler yeah, yeah jojo he plays Rabbit, hitler it, in the it, it, okay it's a it's a satire <clears throat> of uh wartime germany and kind of the, the hitler's youth movement the ridiculousness of the philosophy of the hitler youth movement and uh, the, and the propaganda they were putting yeah, out. Yeah, how absurd the propaganda is. And it, you see the movie through the perspective of this young boy. Um, named, is his last name Rabbit or Jojo? Is his name Jojo Rabbit? I don't know. I don't know. Where... I think his name's Jojo. Yeah. But I don't know if his last name. Whatever. Uh, no, it's... He goes to that youth camp, and don't they start calling him Jojo Rabbit? Yeah, because of a, something that happens in the movie. Yeah, so yeah. his name's Jojo. And uh, you experience kind of the the satire the the it's it's obviously it's telling a sad story and there is a a lot of emotion in this this movie it's very emotional and uh but it's also hilarious and 
you you view it through the lens of just how ridiculous it is. Yeah, and he basically grows up and he loves Hitler. Like that's his hero. And the Taiki Waititi play is like his portrayal of Hitler and he like pop up and that's all like he views him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, his mom is very you get the sense his she's, mom is Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. And she's okay. anti and they he finds out that his mom is hiding a Jewish girl in their house. Yeah. So and he like finds her and there's like a whole romantic side to that. Yeah. And he, so like, falls in. I don't want to mo- say most of the movie is about like obviously it's like the Hitler youth, like uh, the Aryan uh, superiority of, of what they're preaching. And then, so they're like demonizing Jewish people. And it's like um, <clears throat> the uh, extreme, like just absolute like batshit ways that they're talking about Jewish people, how they have like horns or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then, you have this Jewish girl that is hiding in his house that he doesn't know. And he's a young boy and he's a a little bit of a coming of age. And nothing that he's been told about Jewish people is true with her. And he's like having a conflict of interest. Yeah. Cause he, he does start to like, kind of, it's very, it's a very good movie. I don't want to explain the whole thing. He has a little crush on this Jewish girl that's living in his house and they kind of get a romance and he's like going back and forth because he likes this girl and he thinks that she's like a good person, but he also, he has like the you have the the portrayal of Hitler as like in his it's not really Hitler but it's like his imaginary friend is basically Hitler and it's like an absurd view of Hitler who is like his childhood imaginary friend and it's just absurd and you have like a back and forth of uh del- like psychological dilemma between what yeah right, very right very good super very good film watch it as soon as you possibly can is yeah. it on anything do you guys know um we could for sure rent it on amazon i bet let's see what it says on here it is on amazon apple we could rent we, we, rent it. It. we could honestly watch it tonight if you want um down. Sounds, also, it sounds like something i would like too yeah yeah uh i also Why? have to suggest a site um this Why? is a <laughs> different movie podcast um but they have a site called moviewrankings.net and they've seen way more movies than I could ever imagine seeing in my lifetime. And it's two of them. And they have a whole site. And you just look up the movie. Um, it tells you where it's available, what they've rated it, what the general rating oh, is, yeah. the synopsis. Some not, I can't fucking say that word. <clears throat> um, yeah, and then you can like filter based on what streaming service you have, what movies are available. It's a fabulous site if you're ever like trying to find a movie. What's it called again? Uh, MovieRankings.net. Shout out to that. And here, before we move on, I will quickly read the um, letterbox description. Just so you know, yeah, you had it at five stars. I had had it at four stars. stars, It's consensus rating in letterbox 4.1, which is like really high. Um, In all caps, an anti-hate satire, period. A World War II satire that follows a lonely German boy whose worldview is turned upside down when he discovers a single mother is hiding a young Jewish girl in the attic. Aided by his idiotic imaginary friend, Adolf Hitler, Jojo must <laughs> confront his blind nationalism. So yeah, sounds up pretty well. Yeah. So that's both of mine and Boof's combined, number three. So we'll skip over that and go back to Colin. Okay, is this the last one? The last I one. think this will be your last one, yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. What do I want to talk about for my last one? <laughs> Don't ask us. <laughs> it's true. Let's talk about my favorite movie of all time. Empire Strikes Back, baby. <laughs> Come on. I couldn't go. go I was going to say Eight Mile. You like Empire Strikes Back more than. Oh, yeah. It's a way better movie. Well, 
What? Okay. <laughs> There's an argument there. I mean, if Darth, no, don't get me wrong. Like Darth Vader can't rap, but like you don't know that he can. He can fuck. Darth Vader can barely breathe. Yeah. <laughs> True. Like, <laughs> but no, it's just that movie made me fall in love with super villains. Like seeing that because obviously it came out. You know what? 1980, I think. I'm yep, right 1980 sure. came out. Did it? Uh, I thought it came out a little bit earlier than that. Nope. No, uh, the original Star Wars was seven. Oh, New Hope came out. Uh, okay, but yeah, it's just because like I think in the and like my only gripe with a New Hope like is that there's not enough Vader in it, and then like Empire Strikes Back is it's like all Vader, Vader. It's all Vader kicking the shit out of the villain, and like yeah. now like because like I love Infinity War because they get their ass kicked the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I love like movies that are like superhero movies or whatever the case, whatever you want to call Star Wars, like sci-fi movies like that, like where the villain wins. Like it's yeah. it's fun to watch that, and like Vader is badass as hell. Like mm-hmm. the see, like the scene when they open the doors, and like they just they were in Cloud City, mm-hmm. and uh, like like Han just immediately. And that movie also shows how badass Han Solo is too. Shout out Lando. Yep, shout out Lando. Well, fuck, fuck see, Lando. He fuck turned on him. Lando. Oh come on, no, <laughs> he turned on him, but he had to turn he on. Take, he didn't have he a had to do it. He had if to you do take it. anything from Empire Strikes Back, don't be a Lando. Always have your boys back. Yeah, don't be a Lando. Guys. Well, he ended up having the boys back. Don't, he had to do it that way. I think. Don't you know what? I have Lando's. I will defend Lando on this one. Okay. You know what? Also, okay. a weird thing that the Family Guy uh, parody yeah. just pointed out. At so, I think it's in episode five. But it, it's super funny that when uh, Lando's driving the Falcon or dri- flying the Falcon, uh, he's just in Han Solo's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only, it, the, it's like the keys. You have to wear the vest. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, well, I guess Han did get the shit from Lando. But like mm-hmm. that scene where Vader just like, he's funny as hell in the movie too, where it's just like Han goes to shoot and then he instantly just like Vader takes the gun mm-hmm. and he goes, what do you say? It's like, It'd be a pleasure if you would join us. <laughs> that was a good Vader. Yeah, that was, was a very good yeah, Vader. Very convincing. I felt like it was here. Thank you. We should get you something like a Vader mask or whatever. I'll, I'll be wearing <laughs> one this weekend in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I just remembered what I was going to replace with Jojo Rabbit, and what? that is I'll just talk about it quick. It's the Life of Brian. Ah, uh, it's a Monty Python movie. Um, I think it's just absolute comedy, like anything it, Monty Python. Is that out. your favorite Monty Python movie? It is not. I do like the Holy Grail. I more. think Holy Grail is my favorite too, but Life um, of Brian is right. It's neck and neck for yeah, me. Yeah, I think it's because Holy Grail is more of like the first Monty Python I ever knew. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like the only thing I ever knew till I hit like fourteen yeah. years old, and then I discovered oh they had a show and they yeah, had other they had a bunch of stuff too. <clears throat> and <clears throat> fuck, this was like the next one I watched. And it's hilarious. Um, Durkin, do you? Uh, basically, if I remember correctly, Brian is just like a normal dude in like those times. And then he is accidentally mistaken for Jesus Christ. And people start to think he's <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it's like about his adventures. Have you like, seen any of the Monty Python movies? No. You would like them. Oh, em. my God. Because that's so, like I've been recommended those. They it's like, basically it, set the groundwork for everything comedy is today. It's... I wouldn't, yeah, I, I I wouldn't go that far, but also at the same time, like it's pr- kind of true. Like it's such so influential, like their style of like satire on like modern comedy that like you can once you watch those movies and then you kind of reflect on a lot of more modern stuff, you're like, oh, that 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 and that that's all from Monty Python. Also, okay. the animator and a main character in Monty Python, I think it's Terry Gilliam. 
think that's his Sounds name. Sounds right to me. Uh, he's from Minneapolis, uh, which is cool. He's the only American in Monty Python. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's in the greatest comedy group of all time. Um, but that's mine. Do you want me to talk about my last one? or Here. Um, we'll circle back since we had a weird, yeah. weird thing. Um, my last one is actually just watched this movie before the pod i had seen it before and i put it on my list because i i tend to recommend it occasionally but i hadn't seen it in a while and i was like i think i I have it ranked four and a half stars which is again very high um i hadn't seen it in a while so i wanted to make sure it justified that score and let me tell you it does um this one is a movie called the one i love it is uh 2004 directed by charlie mcdowell and this came out no four uh 14. Did 14. I say 04? You said 04. Uh, I, was, I, was like, I haven't like, seen this movie. This has... Um, it's uh, Mark Duplass and Mark Elizabeth, Duplass. Yeah. Elizabeth Moss are the two Yeah, leads. I think I've seen... It's on a streaming service and then or was. They're really the only two characters. Ted Danson's in it for a little bit, too. But he has like a minor role. But I don't think I like Ted Danson. I like Ted Danson. I don't know why. Something about him um, throws me off. I love him in The Good Place. He has too good of hair for being old. Yeah, true. He's just a handsome guy. He does have incredible I do hair. like Cheers, though. I really like Cheers. But, so, this movie, again, this is my second psychological thriller. It is really a movie. I don't want to, like, talk too much about it, because this is a movie that really benefits from going in cold and not knowing a lot what is going to happen. But, so I'm going to tread lightly here, because, like I said, I don't want to spoil anything, but this is a movie where Mark Duplass and Elizabeth Moss are in a troubled marriage and they're seeing a, a couple's counselor who's Ted Danson and uh, they're kind of at the end of their marriage and they're trying to make it work and Ted Danson basically goes, hey, go to this retreat, go to her a weekend away and the mountains pretty much and it's like a have a relaxing weekend. This place like helps a lot of couples kind of revitalize their marriage. And some bizarre things start happening at the 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 like the Airbnb style place that they're at, and I'll, I'll kind of leave it at that. I can really get more into it, but I want please watch it and please go in cold because it's such a mind fuck. Some really like Twilight Zone shit starts happening, and at the end of the movie, there's a huge fucking twist or a reveal that you're like oh no and it's really it's one of the movies where you're on the edge of your seat and you are you're trying to figure out what's happening the whole time and you're kind of questioning and you don't know whether to be like oh whatever it's just a movie or if you want like the details of it and it's constantly fighting with like your expectations and what you want to happen what you think will happen and what actually happens and it's such a fucking entertaining thrilling watch like literally your heart beats like constantly and it's like Literally, and the the core of it, this seems like a COVID movie. It seems like a movie that could have came out this year because it's at the core of it, it's two people in a house, basically by themselves, and it came out 2014. So obviously, it's not a COVID movie, but really, really low budget. Mark Duplass, who, for people who might not know, it's Pete from the League. Like a lot of people, indie movie legend. Yeah, indie movie legend. I love Mark Duplass. He's in a lot of my favorite movies, like. I love the Creep movies, speaking of found footage. I actually have a signed copy of um, Creep from the director. Um, but so good in 
all of these low budget movies and this is one that I will forever recommend and it's one of my favorite movies actually four and a half stars I will read the the little summary it's 91 minutes long too so fucking hour and a half perfect perfect. love a good love a good short movie on the brink of separation Ethan and Sophie escape to a beautiful vacation house for a weekend getaway in an attempt to save their marriage what begins as a romantic and fun retreat soon becomes surreal when an unexpected discovery forces them to examine themselves, their relationship, and their future. Pretty vague. Is that on any stream? Um, I rented it on Amazon. It was on Netflix when I originally watched okay, it. Okay, I think so... that's where I saw the cover. I just yeah. never watched it. So I'm sure it'll make its way onto streaming and office streaming, but it's always going to be on Amazon. Four bucks worth it i rent so many goddamn movies it's like not even <laughs> um and, and now that i rented it i guarantee it next week it's gonna be for free somewhere. oh definitely it happens every time without fail <laughs> i swear to god bezos is fucking bezos he's is, watching me he, he likes ha- your taste he if does. i know anything about bezos is he doesn't have enough uh fun fact uh, <laughs> bezos is actually one of our patrons for the podcast <laughs> uh, i think i said it on last pod in my top five at five is um Jeff Bezos should take a screenshot of his bank account and post it on Twitter just it'd so be, I can sleep at night. It'd be just a bunch of uh, Venmo's to the Filmbird podcast. Yeah. Oh, I fucking wish <laughs> I could quit my job. Yeah. Um, my last You don't movie, get paid for this? I, we don't get paid for this. Oh, damn, we do fuck. this pure out of <laughs> You guys paid me to be here. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I've been getting paid this whole time. My last movie, <laughs> uh, I'll just talk about it quick, um, is Annihilation. I don't know if you guys have seen Natalie, no, Natalie Portman. Um, oh, it's, love love Natalie me Portman. some Padme. It's yeah. it's directed by Alex Garland, who made Ex Machina. Okay, which I think is the superior movie. I, I think hope, that's one of the so. better movies in recent history. Uh, but I thought this one was very good. Um, basically, both people I've showed it too far fucking hated it. So take that how you will. <laughs> but it does have an average rating of 3.6 with four stars dominating Solid. the ratings. Solid. I rated it four stars as well. Um, the people I've showed that don't like it hate the ending, where I fucking loved the ending. I thought it was so cool. Um, if you watch this movie, definitely get a little stoned because it's very cool to watch when you're cool. stoned. I will say that. A lot Good of visuals. A lot of cool visuals. Um, Natalie Portman's mm-hmm. hot. And is also a great actress. Here, here. I think she lives up to her role in this movie. Cool. Uh, the letterbox summary is a biologist signs up for a dangerous secret expedition into a mysterious zone where the laws of nature don't apply. Um, another psychological thriller. Don't read the Wikipedia spoilers. And I think you'll like it. Um, Sick. So that wraps up our letterbox ratings. Right? Yeah, if I could just say one thing. I know we talked about a lot of movies, and I have... Uh, two movies that are five stars. I have a four star and I have a four and a half. If I take away anything from this, watch my last one that I talked about, uh, the one I love. If I saw it, Taike, it has it in his watch list. Um, I would love to do a podcast on it. Like it's, it's, it's I'll have to watch it. There's well. certain movies that I you watch and you're like, I want to dissect it and I want to talk about it, and this is very much one of them. So, perfect for anyone yeah. listening. Watch this movie. I'll take the hint. All right, moving on. I'll go to my uh, top five at five. This is kind of a new segment. Um, you, before we did trivia, um, now we're just doing top five at five. We'll top five bring back five. trivia maybe in the future if I want to. Um, but basically, throughout the day, I just write random things in my notes app, um, just random thoughts I have. And top five at five is I just go in, I pick five things, and we talk about it. Um, 
Let's see. I'll find five o'clock oh, somewhere. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I, if I remember correctly, last time we did it at eight fifty-five. Now it's eight forty-eight. There's a five. Do you want to wait? Do you want to wait two minutes or eight fifty? There's a five in there somewhere. <laughs> no, we don't. Have to. Um. All right. One. How is space getting bigger? What the fuck? I don't understand that. Does anyone like? Do you want me to try? Because from my understanding, space is endless, right? Mm-hmm. But people also tell me it's getting bigger. How can something endless get bigger? Yeah, um, I am not Do a scientist. Do we know? Or are we just guessing it's I'm getting guessing. bigger? Are we just guessing? Well, I, get Neil deGrasse Tyson on the phone. So <laughs> here, take this with a grain of salt because I have no idea what I'm talking about. And I don't claim to be any kind of astrophysicist. No one really whatever. knows what they're talking about. People are just more confident than others. Yeah, so maybe we'll, we'll just say out my chest quick. Um, so my understanding is that, yes, it, the universe is expanding. And I think that expansion is related to time and like how we perceive it. Oh, okay. Um, Getting interstellar. This so <laughs> there is like some kind of, again, I have no idea what I'm talking about. There is like some kind of like equation that can measure the growth of the universe based on the time that has elapsed in our like realm of uh like understanding does that make sense at one point will it hit a limit and we just collapse in ourselves and the world ends but even if it has hit that point won't it take too long to get back in that it's going to be like a couple billion years from now so maybe could be. I don't You're know. asking I, the wrong I, fucking I two no people. Idea, South if, Park needs an episode. What if, <laughs> so what if it does hit a limit? There, there is a theoretical uh, brim to the glass of the universe. And then once we hit that limit, we rebound and we start going backwards. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know like, I like You're that. slowly rolling a ball to a wall, like a tennis ball, and it hits the wall and then it bounces back. What if the universe does that? What does that mean? Okay. Does that mean it's gonna like absorb itself? Um, or maybe it would turn into like a ripple, like you throw a pebble into a pond, and uh, there will be several layers that will, will, or like two two pebbles in a pond, and those layers start to hit each other. Yeah, I don't know. I have another one that's what kind of that, similar. What does that mean? Similar. Colin, what does it mean? You, <laughs> similar when you say it. Second top five at five. Mercury in retrograde. What what's that? Can you? I don't know. Yeah, like can, that's you, you have context? a better chance of telling me than me telling like, you. You wrote it down. I have no I, context. No, because I don't know what it means. That's why I wrote it down. You Most stuff it. is I just think of. I'm like, what's that? Um, <laughs> yeah, like uh, Sagittarius. What's the sign? Oh, is it like some astrology? I shit? think it's astrology shit. But like when they say Mercury's in retrograde, like is that an actual thing or is that like made up astrology bullshit? Um, like is Mercury like? Do you want me to answer? Yes. Please. So again, I I don't know what I'm talking about. I there's no factual evidence for what I'm going to say. It could be right. It's probably not. Um, yes, it's an actual thing where Mercury, uh, the planet, is in lined with a the Earth in some way that it supposedly would impact uh, living beings in some way. So it's like an actual like phase of the of the moon and stars. Okay, that's what I thought, but then I was like, but what would that do with your moods? I it's, don't know. I like, don't understand astrology. It makes you sad. At fuck, does I it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe, I feel maybe like it's it makes almost a meme on Twitter at this it point. It could be more than it is an actual. Thing. I have no factual evidence for what I'm saying at all. Whenever someone spews astrology, I'm like, you just made that up. There's no way that's real. 
That's all it is. I hear you. Only thing I know about astrology is I'm such a Sag. You're such Sag. a Sag. I, I think I'm a, a Cancer. I think Sagittarius is in retrograde right now. Judge, that- judging by how you're acting right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, based on that, I don't know if I can trust you. I'm a Libra. Oh, this is a good one. LMFAO debut album. Guess when it came out? Uh, 2002. 2010. I... Two thousand two. What the fuck? I was thinking debut, and I was thinking they might have made one like way before I ever heard of it. Um, so this is what I was thinking of because I was just going through Spotify playing old classics, and I was playing "I'm in Miami, Bitch." All right, <laughs> that had to come out like two thousand nine. That came out in two thousand eight. Okay, which means okay, I was born in ninety seven. Yeah. This came out in two thousand eight. I was eleven years old when this song came out. Mm-hmm. This song has been out for longer than. I was alive when it like, does that make sense? You can't even imagine life without it. Yeah. Like I know LMFAO more than I know my childhood base. Basically this is my childhood, which is <laughs> fucked up. It yeah. came out on new year's day of 2009. Wow. Was that, and uh, I'm in was Miami. That on, like the, what was their debut album called? Party rock. It was party rock. Mm-hmm. Listen to the fucking bangers. I'm in Miami, bitch. Get crazy. Little hipster girl. I don't want to be shots. I am not a whore, and yes, all that debut album, New Year's Day. That was a whole album. We were twelve years old. That makes that adds up. That was kind of the peak. That was the peak was of life. Society, I, think. If I yeah. could go back. We were wearing fucking zebra striped skinny jeans. <laughs> like, it, does it get better? Thought the world was gonna end in a couple years. Made me feel so fucking old when I went back. That's crazy because I would have thought like two, like I said, what 2011? Because I figured like eighth grade or ninth grade. It it was early. I remember listening to it like what would that been like sixth grade? That that's actually wild. That just blew my mind. Yeah, it makes me feel so fucking old. I fucking hate it. I hate to say this because of like what you know LMFAO is. Were they were they low key ahead of their time? Absolutely. With the music they made? Kind of absolutely. <laughs> By definition, just absolutely um, I can't remember if I said this on the last Top 5 at 5, but just there's so many fucking people on the planet that it it wrecks my brain. How do you think you, we should solve that problem? Like, I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> like, I was just... <laughs> I, I'm not going to say it. I was driving to work on mm-hmm. the highway, and there was like a little stop. And there was like probably 50 cars in front of me. And I'm like... There's a person in every single one of these cars that I just that is how cars know work. nothing about their lives. But then there's 8 billion people on the planet that just have their own lives. Like, no way all these people are real. Here, like, here's my, none of them have a working conscious like I do. 8 billion people with a working body. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> that should not exist. Like, how does that happen? Here's my suggestion to solve the population problem. I'm all ears. Strap in. <laughs> We make we make a new island. We make a new continent. In the middle of the ocean, somewhere, I don't know, between America and Europe, maybe, between Africa and Australia, somewhere yonder. Just build a fucking island, heated floors, put some dirt on there. Put dirt on heated floors? Yeah, so it doesn't get cold. Yeah, but... If you add heat and pressure to sand, doesn't that just make it? I don't know. I'm not, again, I'm no scientist. I, just don't want, I want it to be nice. I don't want it to be like snowy. Okay. What's well, just fucking weird because 
there's 8 billion people on the earth and then I can drive to fucking Colorado build, and half the time there's nothing there. Build like, like where the f- what the fuck? Build like I'm or maybe we should pissed thinking about how many people are build like a few more cities, like some cool cities like in the middle of like Iowa or like Nebraska or like the Dakotas, like make like a fucking LA, New York. You couldn't put city. anything in North Dakota that would make me want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could make like uh just really state of the art buildings. Birdhorn's that... drink special, Raiders <laughs> Super Bowl. But you rent, can't go. And have rent. <laughs> rent will be super cheap in this new new Iowa city. Why does rent exist? That's a f- different topic. We aren't even going to open. Five and five. We're going to open, not even open that. Why does money exist? Why the fuck do why I have to? Why can't we just barter? Why, why can't, can't we just chill? Why can't right? I just? I just want to buy. I'm only here. How long has Earth existed? A long time. For, yeah, I'm here for at least 65 of it. At, Let me fucking play at video least 24 <laughs> years. It's been here for at least 24 years. Before that, I cannot attest. I was not here. Um, last one. Specialty pizzas. What? Do you have any thoughts on it? Um, just, it's just wow. specialty it's just pizza. Spe- you, that's the only thing I wrote down. You wrote specialty pizza. I wrote down period. <laughs> not even a period. <laughs> specialty pizzas. Question mark. Um, <laughs> yeah, just specialty pizzas. All right, since it's like a top five of five, what are the top five specialty pizzas? See, I think that is open for debate. I think we could list our top five specialty pizzas, and we wouldn't have the same top five. You can say you can put anything on a burger, which you can, but you can put anything yeah. on a modern American pizza. That's true. What you go to Italy, they'll pizza. shoot you in the chest with a shotgun. <laughs> Come to America. Yeah. Find some to... white dude that owns a Domino's. He will make you a hell of a specialty you, pizza. You can find some baked potato pizza. No I've problem. had baked that potato pizza. Yeah, I didn't from, like uh, it. Do you have it from? What am I thinking of? Um, um, yeah, I didn't like it. Potatoes were like soggy. It what, threw what, me off. The restaurant. What are we talking about? We're talking about the same place. Where, so the top where, where, potato? No. no, not top potato. I'm fucking dumb. Toppers. Um, no, no. Uh, uh, I had toppers. Top potato is a fucking chip dip. Yeah, um, we're thinking of the same place. I, yeah, it's like a nicer. Yeah, place. I I can't believe I'm spacing on the name of it. I feel like baked Buffalo. potato pizza is something that probably shouldn't work. Yeah, but they I just liked it. they just be going crazy with specialty pizzas these days. Yeah, you get your obviously your classic supreme, like the garbage pizza. Is that a specialty? But I wouldn't count that as a specialty. Well, like where, anything with red sauce. I, I think, think this might have been my thought process oh, well, is where do you start considering it a specialty pizza? Like yeah. margarita pizza. I'd say I have, margar- I have a frozen margarita. I think pizza that's like one of the original pizzas. Like that can't be a specialty well, pizza. I, yeah, right? there's yep. different kinds of margarita pizza also. And I think uh, uh, we need a house Italian to shoot us in the head. Yeah, <laughs> chicken <laughs> bacon ranch, barbecue pizza. Both those Bar- I consider yep. specialty. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Oh, uh, chicken bacon ranch sure. is money. Yeah. What about buffalo ex- chicken? Buffalo chicken. What about extra cheese. Nah, that's just extra cheese pizza. Yeah. What yeah. about like a bacon cheeseburger? Pizza? I think a specialty but pizza. That has sauce on it. Right. That's specialty pizza is one that has anything other than tomatoes, pepperoni, and sausage. So you think like a like Canadian bacon and pineapple, like a Hawaiian pizza? Is that specialty? That's a specialty pizza. Okay, so we do have different mm-hmm. definitions. Because I, what's your guys' take on pineapple on pizza? Real Love quick? it. Love it. See, it's not my thing. I, I'm not gonna hate anybody for getting it. I'll definitely judge you and not say a word. But <laughs> I don't. I just don't get it. My take know? on pineapple on pizza, I it's really like sweet, it. Too sweet. But if like anybody who I love a pizza pineapple with one topping and it's pineapple, yeah, you end should. it all. Like, what the Joe. fuck are you doing? Yeah, you gotta, straight you, to Joe. You got to have something salty with it. Like, right, like, like bacon pe- and pineapple. Like pepperoni or bacon. Straight to Joe. Ca- Canadian bacon might be my 
um, secret pizza. Oh, really? I disagree. Ready? Get this. I'm not My a secret bacon. pizza, Canadian bacon and red onion. I'm sure that's fine. What? Dude, trust. You could put anything on a pizza and I'd be like, ah. Yeah, I love I red onion, it. but like Canadian bacon, red onion, it just mm, when smacks. It, when we get down to the nitty gritty, I will put anything on my pizza and eat it and be fine. I'm kind mm. of, I'm kind of. Is, though, is ranch on pizza like a Midwest thing? Probably. It's gotta be. White, white sauce on pizza. White, yeah. White Alfredo. sauce on pizza is. Alfredo, that's money to me. Money really? in the fucking bag. Yeah. Oh. See, I mean, don't, like don't sleep on the um, Alfredo chicken bacon pineapple pizza. Chicken Alfredo bacon. Yeah. chicken. Yep. There's too many syllables in that. I mean, <laughs> Every syllable fucking haters slaps. Haters are going to hate but that's fucking Did slaps. you ever have, um, what was that? Yeah, you definitely did. That place in Fargo. Spicy pie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They smack. They yep. smack. All right. Does that wrap up top five at five? I think that wraps up top five at five. I don't know if you were told... Um, did you come he, he wasn't with any of the weeks ready of the weeks? No, but yeah. I can go off the top. Perfect. So we wrap up every pod with kind of of the week. Pizza we Luce. Yep. That's, that's yeah. a place. That's I, a was a, place. I was at the beginning to Google it and it came to me. Yeah. I did have like the best spinach and artichoke dip though. Holy fuck. Am I a whore for Pizza spinach Luce and artichoke is, dip? Yeah. Um, good stuff. but basically we just have a quote of the week, good guy, bad guy and recommendation of the week. Um, we kind of just quote of the week, rip them off top. Um, my quote of the week, I will say, uh, without even knowing Durkin was coming on today, it was Just Win Baby by Al Davis. You did just take mine. But, was it? Oh, yeah. Because that's just such a money quote. Like You can apply it to anything, and it's just being applied to football and having it capture an entire organization is kind of just the way to go. Uh, that's kind of just how you you set from the ground floor. It's right a there. great quote, man. Yeah. I love that it's like – that, like the Raiders thing, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. just win, baby. Like it's a lot better than walking around. Like when I'm in Vegas and I see anyone with the Raiders, you just go Raiders. <laughs> but is it as good as Skull? Just win, baby. Skull. Yeah, it's better than Skull. No, Skull. Skull is better Skull. than Skull is way better than just the extended Raiders. Like, yeah. How about no doubt, Skull is awesome. But Just Win, baby. Come on, man. Yeah, like, pretty catchy. Come on. I have my quote of the week, and I'm gonna get close to the mic. Now we're gonna change gears. This is kind of a kind of a emotional quote a little bit. I did have an emotional quote from Paris, Texas, if you want me to. See, so read it. the one that I have is from Jojo Rabbit. Oh, perfect. I'm gonna read so my Paris, a, Texas one. We have a shared shared thing. This is the quote that at the end of the movie, um, before the credits roll, this quote pops up on the on the TV, on the screen. And uh, so I'll read it quick. It says, uh, let everything happen to you. Beauty and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final. By Rainer Marie Reich, which is like a German poet from Damn. back then. And I actually have a book by him. So yeah. when I saw that quote up there, I was like, oh shit, I know that guy. We were um, talking about, uh, um, you know, watching a movie scene to get you fired up before you go out. Why don't it should be the new thing? Some boys just sitting on a couch reading each other poetry. Dude, I would be <laughs> all for that. Just read each other poetry. Take one up. deep look in the eyes and go, let's fucking get it. Yeah. <laughs> that, fucking that's the way to go. Seize the day. Yeah. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. Uh, mine from Paris, Texas is, I was hoping to show you that I was your father. You showed me that I was. Damn. Yeah. Gotta watch that. Do you have one off the top? Well, you took mine. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I'm just gonna do a revamped version of it. Okay. Because we all watch the game on Sunday night, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Most it's of it. It's not just Ty, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It should have been just tie, though. No, it should have been. Because then we have to go sure. to KC. Oh, would that is that no, why? It, it, yeah, le- well, it's part of it. And fuck the Chargers, man. They're a division rival. Logistically, Did you just let the Bears in the playoffs? No. Logistically, it makes sense. Like, they made the right move, but... From it would have been being, sick to from see. not being a Raiders fan, <laughs> and I think most of America as not Raiders fans really wanted a tie. Yeah, yeah no, America so was cool. rooting for a tie for yeah. sure. Everyone I was with was rooting for a tie, but I didn't want to see the Chargers get in, especially yeah. they talked yeah. a bunch of shit after they kicked their ass on Monday night earlier in the year. Yeah. Okay, my bad guy of the week is Oh, we're just hopping straight to bad guy? Uh, uh, do we not have a I, good guy? I haven't thought of I have a good guy. guy. Well, I have a bad guy right now. And that's Brandon Ingram because he just fucking torched the Wolves last night. Oh, <laughs> dude! And I had the Wolves on, money on a game winning three. He hit a buzzer beater. Dude. Yeah, it was a fucking nasty buzzer beater that it was nice. shouldn't have gone in. He was fucking eighteen feet away from the fucking three point line and he just sinked it right in fucking Kobe's face. So bad guy of the week, Brandon Ingram, cost his game. Fuck you. <laughs> You're pretty good though. Are we going bad guy or good guy? Bad guy. We can go bad guy. Okay. Get the negativity out of the way. Yeah, get the negativity out of the way. My the bad guy of the here. week, Joe Mixon. We remember what he did. <laughs> we we don't forget. People don't That's forget. For damn sure. <laughs> People don't forget. Just win, baby. Joe Mixon and Matthew Broderick. We don't forget. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Even though we kind of did forget for a long time. Yeah. But then we just remembered. Yeah. We never forgot. <laughs> uh, my bad guy of the week. We forgot we um, remembered. Zendaya stands. Mm. Uh, already aired my disappointment with her. Uh, don't like her another bad guy of the week uh the powerball i didn't win it's uh, kind of fucked up yeah i had a dream on monday that i won the powerball and i didn't win that's kind of fucked up i don't know why why the world if would you would have won that would have been a hell of a movie script uh that would have been a hell of a movie script because i would have disappeared and you never see me <laughs> until i buy you a one-way plane ticket to vegas until every week. until every wednesday at seven o'clock we record the and we go to the raider super bowl <laughs> Oh, we'll be, we'll be uh, I don't know if we'll ever see one. Of we'll go to a Raiders playoff game in a suite with Al Davis. Not Al Davis, he's dead. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I now have my good guy of the week. Let's go. Uh, so this, I'm not going to spoil anything because you were not caught up. You are caught up. Um, my good guy of the week is another Euphoria character. It is uh, Fezco. Uh, Let's my, go. My, my That's boy, a good one. My boy. The uh, wannabe um, Post Malone kind of. I would call him Post Malone. But I can see after one episode why you would think that. It's I definitely saw him for not five accurate. seconds. Yeah, he's not in the first episode. Uh, and episode right. one of season two, for all the those people who out there watch watching Euphoria, uh, my fucking boy Fezco, you you'll watch that episode and you will say, "Yeah, I'm fuck like yeah, Fezco. two months." Yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to say what happens. I, I wish I could. Um, go ahead. I'm not going to ruin anything for Boof, but my boy. Uh, Pro play right there. Like, fucking fuck that boy up. He sucks. Yeah. Uh, so. He's that dude. Go Fezco, my guy. He's that dude. Uh, my good guy of the week is the creator of Mountain Dew Spark. Um, new Dew flavor that came out. I've been off Dew for a while now. Try not to drink it. Saw Mountain Dew Spark. I was like, raspberry lemonade Mountain Dew? You kidding me? So I tried it. I'm addicted. I've had, like, almost a full 12 pack this week, and it's Thursday. Like I'm addicted, dude. Oh, yeah. They are good. <laughs> so I'm um, gonna get dude. through this twelve back and hopefully never touch them again. But holy shit, you did your job. This pod is brought to you by Mountain Dew Spark. <sighs> Refreshing. There we go. I was almost brought one to the pod though. I'm not <laughs> Didn't. Do you have a good guy? Of course I do. Is it Daniel Carlson? Daniel Carr. Daniel Carlson. He got it. No, I mean they're both DC. So my good guy of the week is DC. 
because Daniel Carlson, five game winning kicks. I know it hurts my Minnesotan fans' hearts not, uh, to uh, not Max Crosby. You know what? How good he is. I love me some Max Crosby, but we need to just appreciate Derek Carr. Max man. Crosby and putting points on the board, though. That's true. Well, Derek Carr didn't play that good on Sunday night, but yeah, neither is Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> but man, for but he got you there. Everything that he's gone through being our quarterback since, like, just his entire career, the shit show of franchise we've been. The one time he gets to the playoffs and he has an MVP caliber year, he breaks his leg the week before, mm-hmm. or the second week before. Let us go. And then, like this year, with everything that happened, and then being six and seven, and then winning four straight in the fashion that they did. Yeah, I just, I just want to say, Derek Carr, thank you, man. Actually, I'm, uh, I'm sh- my secondary good guy is going to be Derek Carr's eyebrows because not eyebrows, eyelashes, 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 because they make him look like the villain in a Broadway musical. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, looks like I he's wearing it. eyeliner at all it. times. I know. I love. Also, it. I totally just shout out to the Raiders for being the first team in 60 years to fire their head coach halfway through the season and make the playoffs. Let's go. Yeah. Good riddance. Another good guy. I have another one. Rich Basicchio, or Basaccio, however you say it. Basicchio. I think Basicchio. it is Basicchio. What a fucking stud. All right? What a stud. And that's that on that. Uh, okay. Then recommendation of the week. Mine's kind of long. I have a little rant. But uh, <laughs> do you? Can you power through it? I can I can get this out of the way right now. Can you? Yeah. Can you? Can you? Yeah. So uh, my recommendation of the week. I was sitting back today. Uh, I like to consider myself a big fan of the rock genre of the pop punk genre, and uh, it fucking stabs me right in the gut every time someone says they like MGK, because um, I think he's one of the worst pop punk artists of the generation, and for some reason, people like him. I have been rocking to the, the new MGK album. Yeah, so he for has people, in the shower, I hear it all the so time. So for like that, if you like MGK, I crafted up twenty pop punk emo rock bands that I think are more superior. Please you do should... not go through twenty pop punk yep, bands. So I have twenty. Please, please, <laughs> please narrow it down to five. Uh, so I did have it at ten, but then I just kept like debating genre. So I, I'm just going to go through them real quick. Really These are 20 this. bands. Um, you can kind of pick and choose. It's all right. I'll edit um, them down 10. My first 10 are more pop punk. The other ones, I wouldn't say he's more pop punk. I'd say he's more punk, punk pop. Okay, just um, rip them off. Uh, okay, let's go. We got Bearings, Heart Attack Man, Youth Fountain, Neck Deep, State Champs, Knuckle Puck, Graduating Life. They're more on the emo side. Grayscale, Joyce Manor. On the emo side, but probably my favorite band. Um, they were three in my top five songs of the year. Kenny Hoopla is exactly who MGK wants to be. He is going on tour with MGK. Otherwise, I would go to his concert when he was in town. Um, listen to him for sure if you like MGK. He yeah. also has Travis Barker on his entire album. Okay. Um, he is exactly who MGK wants to be. Perfect. Um, Turnstile, hard as fuck. They get my dick hard every time I listen to their songs. A band called Dury. They're more like indie rock pop, but they're actually from Burnsville, which is really cool. Cool. Um, They're really good. Jeff Rosenstock, he's all over the place in genre. I guarantee he's really something that you like. Dune Rats, they're for some people and not for some people. Uh, James Ivey, he's going to be coming up. He's on the come up, so watch out for him. Uh, The Frights, they're really good. Fiddler, they're more pop punky traditionally um hot mulligan uh citizen hot mulligan then, is a great name and no pressure uh, okay i will, all, act- I will actually check them out because i do like that kind of music a lot yeah so 
basically pick and choose. Um, the first 10, like I say, are more prototypical pop punk. The last 10 are more like my favorites of the genre. Sure. All right. Well, thank you for that. Uh, my recommendation of the week, I'm just going to reiterate again. Um, please watch the one I love um, because I am going to force these guys to do a podcast about it eventually. So prep yourself. <laughs> Colin? Recommendation of the week? Drive uh, to Cincy. Yep, drive to Cincinnati. On your drive to Cincinnati, Gear. you can hit some of these bands. Probably not, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, give people their flowers of their life. Oh, cool. That's yeah, my recommendation that's a good of the week. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Bob Saget. Uh, just uh, R.I.P. Betty White. Betty White. You know, R.I.P. Norm Macdonald. It's been a little, little aged, but yeah, it's been a tough year. Um, and so that really concludes our podcast for today. We have a big one next week, and I usually don't uh, foreshadow what we're doing, but we are doing a our year recap, our 2021 movie recap next week. So we're gonna, you know, dive into all of the films. It was a great year for movies that came out last year in 2021, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about those and and talk about the ones we liked and what we didn't like, and yeah. So look forward to that. So yeah, thanks for listening. Don't listen to assholes. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, of course. Durkin, thanks for coming on the pod. We appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Much love. No, thankfully, it's right in my house. So. You can pick your friends, and you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friends' nose. All my homies philosophers. Number one, the bank wanted drug screen for everyone on the crew before they forward the money. A piss test? Yes, a piss test. I'll have what she's having.